Hello, my name is Rosanna Molunio and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. Want to modify your life? That is corny, but I'm going to keep it in there. This variety show brainstorms solutions for everyday challenges, unlocks your secret potential, think outside the box with creative ideas that improve your business and your life. Get inspired with special guests, get motivated with how-to projects for the whole family, and learn that life is too short for anything less than being happy. Laugh with me or at me, it doesn't matter, somebody's going to laugh. Welcome to the Rosanna Mod Variety Pod. This is your vessel and host, Rosanna Moduño, a.k.a. Rosanna Mod. We are at episode 80, episodio 80, believe it or not. Today, I have 12 facts about crows. Why crows? Because I love crows. I know a lot of people don't like crows. I think the movies really didn't help. Alfred Hitchcock, uh, thank you very much, but no thanks. Okay, crows don't really attack you for no reason, but you'll see why. I feed them every day. I have little nuts or pecans or fruits or grapes that they love, uh, macaroni and cheese, which I usually make for them on the weekends. So they expect me on the weekends. So in the beginning, it used to be one or two, and now there's like hundreds, and they will just watch me. 10.30, I pull in, they'll watch me. You know, and I go to this little place in the, in the back somewhere where I work. They're waiting for me. They wait at the lamp posts. They, they know what time I come out for my break and they watch and then they call to each other. A, a swarm of them will come in and eat. Now it's kind of like they're not so afraid of me and they, they've gotten used to the fact that I'm there so they won't hide. They'll just eat right in front of me and I have to get more videos of this and post it somewhere because I have excellent videos of these big black crows diving in and getting little orange macaroni in their beak which is the cutest thing. And I just, I am fascinated by them. So I did a little research. I looked up some information and here are the 12 facts. Number one, their brain, it has the largest brain to body ratio, which means they're highly intelligent creatures and they have been tested by scientists and their intelligence has been proven on YouTube. There's many videos of how they're problem solvers and how they use tools to get food. Their intelligence is that of a seven-year-old human. So just to give you an idea, that's what you're dealing with. It's like little seven-year-old kids. So when you see a crow, picture a seven-year-old kid. Number two, they live to be about 50 in captivity, but only about eight years in the wild for obvious reasons. They live in, uh, this is not part of the fact, this is just an extra. They can be found in every continent except Antarctica. And there's about 31 million crows right now. So to give you an idea, there's 38 million people in Canada and there's 31 million crows. So that's a lot of crows. Number three, their face recognition. There were tests about this in Seattle. Some scientists wore masks and went out and captured some crows, took them away and then brought them back. And when they came back with these masks, the crows attacked them. When they came back without the mask, the crows didn't attack them. They came back two years later, did the same thing, but didn't capture the crows, just came into the area. The crows attacked them with the masks on. So they have facial recognition. They remember you by face. They'll observe you. They'll remember your face forever, like an elephant, and they'll hold a grudge. So if you're bad to them or if you do something that uh, hurts them, they will remember you, and that's when they attack. But they will not attack you if you give them food. Obviously, you're going to be the one 
that feeds them. And there is a video of a little girl who feeds the crows with her mother in the backyard of their house. And then the crows leave little trinkets for the girl as, not really as a thank you, even though you might think that's what they're doing. They're doing it because they're trying to get you to feed them again. So they'll bring little things that they find in the street and they do like shiny things. So like dimes and nickels and pennies and paper clips. Anyway, number four, they like structure and scheduling. So if you're gonna feed them, you have to schedule a time. Try to feed at the same time and try to schedule the same time. And I'm telling you, if you do this for a couple of weeks, you're gonna notice that one of them will be sitting there watching you from far away, pay attention to where they perch and watch you. And you'll notice that they'll call and they'll call somebody else or communicate with each other. And then you'll see more and more. Number five, they will eat anything. They're omnivores and that includes roadkill. So you could feed them anything you want, but they do have preference to nuts and fruits, berries. The ones that I feed, you know, they love grapes. They like the, the grapes. Number six, only birds that will attack a bald eagle. Now this is true. <clears throat> I've actually seen this. I've actually physically seen a crow attack an eagle in my area. He had, the eagle had something in his talons. I'm not sure what it was that he was, it was something moving. It might've been a mouse. And I guess the crow wanted to get that food and he was pecking at his head while he was flying. It was the most craziest thing I had ever seen in my life. Number seven, ravens versus crows versus crackles. Um, there are differences between ravens and crows. Obviously the size of the beak is the number one thing you'll notice. The crows are all black and they'll have a smaller beak and the ravens are bigger, bigger heads and a bigger beak. And then the crackles, those, the grackles, they are in Florida. I've seen them a lot here. I've noticed that they're different. They're smaller, their tails are uh, separate, kind of like from the body shape. It's not all one piece like the crow. And they have an sort of like a luminescent color to them, like a blue and green color to their feathers, where the crow is just black, okay? And they're bigger, so. Number eight, they are songbirds, believe it or not. They have many calls and they imitate people and birds. So you can teach them to talk, but this is in, in captivity, like I said. And I don't believe you can actually capture a bird. It's funny how you can, you can hunt them, but you can't, you can't buy them in the store, which makes no sense to me. If you're going to be able to capture something, then or kill something, then you should be able to keep it. I would think. So I don't understand why they don't allow you to do that. Number nine, they are called the murder of crows because when a crow dies, the other crows in the group will kill him. I'm not really sure why this is. I just know that that's what they do. If if they're dying or they're weak, they'll kill them. Now, I don't know if it's because, I, in my mind, I'm thinking it's because when an animal is dying or weak in a herd mentality, they are predisposed to being attacked by other animals in the kingdom. So the weakest one, might attract attention to the rest of the colony and maybe they kill them for that reason. That's the only thing that I could think of. I'm not really sure, uh, you know, why that is. Uh, number 10, both parents will feed the babies. 
not just the mother that goes out to get food. It's the mother and the father who goes out to get food for the babies. And the, but that's not so rare. The rarest part is the fact that the offspring, when they get older, will take care of the babies too. So it's like the whole, it's a whole family affair. It's not just the parents that help, it's the older siblings who help the babies as well. So that's kind of rare in animal kingdom. You don't really see that too much, like older brother, older sister helping to raise or babysit, you know? Number 11, every murder, the murder of crows, every murder has its own dialect. So they have their own specific dialect that they call. And if you pay attention, you will listen, you can hear the differences. I've noticed the differences in the patterns of the cawing in the groups that I feed because I'll feed, there's one area that I go to on weekends and there's another area that I go to during the week, which is where I work. But during the weekends, it's a different group. Zuko is in that weekend group. It's the big giant crow. It's the big one. And he will come out when I call him. If I say Zook Zook, that's what I call him. I say it really loud. I will see him flying in. He'll kind of dive down, get really close to me. And I can see that he's looking at me. And then he'll perch himself up on a roof and he'll just sit there and watch. I'll put the food out, the macaroni and cheese. I'll get back into my car and I'll move the car back and he'll caw. And then you'll see, you know, two or three other other crows coming in. They'll sit in the trees and they'll kind of wait for me to leave. But now I've noticed like this past week I did it and I didn't have to get it into my car. I just stood there and he came right in and started eating right in front of me. And then he started calling and then a whole bunch of other crows came over, at least 50 came in and they just all started eating. And I took really cool video. But... They weren't as good as I could have taken them, you know, which is what I want to do. And the last one is they take their food and they're like squirrels. They'll hide them. So they won't eat it right there. So of course they will if they're hungry. But what they'll do is they'll take most of it and they'll hide it. And if they, they look around and watch and see if any other crows or any other birds are watching, like seagulls over here, seagulls are, are terrible. If anybody else is watching them, they'll take that food and they'll put it you know, away, and then they'll leave. But they really didn't put the food there. They hid it under their wing, or they hide it somewhere, and they'll pretend like they're putting it away, wait for that other bird to come in and find it, not find it, see the spot, and then leave. And then they'll go back and put it, either put it there, or they'll put it somewhere totally different. It's like bait and switch. That's what they do. So it's really cool that they do that. So that's why I like giving them the grapes because the grapes are easy to hide, especially if they're green, like those green grapes that I give them. And another thing to note is if you're gonna feed them, always put a little thing of water there if you can, or put some, like I'll put the grapes inside a little bowl of water because they like to dip their food into the water, get it nice and soft. So, all right, well, so that's it. This is your 12 facts about crows. I know that you don't like crows. I have a lot of friends that don't like crows. But to be honest, they are so smart, and I just have to respect that. They're so smart, and I love smart animals. They're just fascinating to me. I love watching them. I love looking at them fly. I, I know that they attack other birds. I know that they kill other birds' nests and attack, kill their babies. I know that, but they're predators. 
They're scavengers. They have to do what they have to do to survive. And I guess maybe that's why I respect them because like anybody, if you get to a point where you don't have anything to eat and you're hungry, you're going to do whatever you can to, to feed your family. So it's the, it's the strong ones that survive and that's the animal kingdom. So, I mean, you can't do anything about that. I just, I just think they're very fascinating and that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Tuesday Talks. By the way, I forgot to introduce the Tuesday Talks. And tomorrow's Wednesday works for business. I'll have some things then. Didn't do my Saturday Spanglish. This Saturday was a Saturday of my mother's birthday. And there were so many things that happened on Saturday and Sunday that we kind of extended the weekend and made it a whole birthday weekend. So it was really fun. She was 86. She turned 86, very young, 86, and still going strong, very active. Another thing I wanted to talk about is I didn't get to do my Amazon Handmade. I didn't add my Amazon Handmade on the Saturday or Sunday like I was going to because of my mother's birthday. kind of took over everything. So I'll be doing it this weekend with my P.O. Box, and I didn't get a chance, of course, but I will be doing it this week. That's it. Uh, Stay tuned for that. And I will talk to you guys soon. Uh, Don't forget that if you want to support the show, you do help me by doing that. Click on the link below the show notes for PayPal. And if you are interested in being a podcaster and think, hey, you know what? This is awesome. Just sitting in front of a microphone. I wish I could do this 24-7. I really do you know, and that would be how you would help me. Because if I could do this 24-7, I would have a lot more time to put a lot more things together. And I would have a lot more time to find interviews because I do have interviews set up. It is really hard to get people to commit to a schedule to come talk to you. It's really hard because, well, first of all, I work all day. So when I'm working, they're available and I can't do it while I'm at work. So it would have to be after work at night, which sometimes you know, impedes on people's times, especially when I have people that I want to interview that don't live in the United States. I have some friends that live in Europe that want to talk, but their hours are completely different. So I would have to stay up one night and uh, just not sleep in order. I might have to do that at some point. So that's it. I will talk to you guys soon. God bless you. And how do we end this? What do we say? 